Hey, this is Jeff Durbin with Apologia TV. Wanted to let you know about something very, very cool. Filmmaker Darren Doan, the director and filmmaker of the new film Stonewall, has hooked up with us and is giving Apologia All Access members access to the new film Stonewall for a 24-hour period. Sign up at ApologiaRadio.com for the all access to as soon as we find out and get word when this is getting released, we're going to let you know you're going to get a special code, you'll get access, you get to see the film before anyone else does. Non-rockabotus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat, I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you gonna bite? Brett, delusional. Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yes! Oh what? What? Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go into the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. Well, I, got, yeah. I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. Party people! How's it going, Luke? What's up, dude? Where's everybody at again? I don't know. Jeff's on vacay this week. I feel like because I'm here, y'all are just like, I can just leave whenever I want, and then yeah. Marcus and someone else will do the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I was on vacation last week. Jeff's on this week. But we got a lot of uh, great feedback from when we did the show, the two of us, a couple weeks ago. We got one person. Well, that was great feedback. <laughs> he said he really liked it, so All we right. wanted to well, do some more. If somebody likes it, I guess it's just me and you That's now. Right. We didn't get any negative feedback. That's true. So That's true. Usually, positive, usually don't negative. get negative feedback. They just unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you post a picture of Walking Dead and then all hell breaks loose. Man, like people, Christians really don't like the Walking Dead, huh? Nah, I guess not. What is? I like The Walking Dead, and I'll tell you why. I think tell there's me. heavy, heavy Christian symbolism throughout the entire story. They put Revelation 21.6 in the dang fence. In, 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 in The Fear of the Walking Dead, Revelation 21.4 was there, which says there will be no more death, no more pain, no more suffering. Isn't that, That's awesome, right? Enough said. And, and so I think you can take a story that's, essentially on surface level antithetical to the gospel and you can use it to show mm. man death is really a bad bad thing yeah i think that's what walking dead does so well is it just shows that death is everywhere and death yeah. is evil yeah and because of death like uh people are evil too yeah. so i mean you see that in the walking dead it's never the zombies that are the, the greatest threat it's the wickedness of man right. and, well, so, and, I, and i saw somebody made a made a great analogy and actually uh, my buddy Fornone who we saw with Beautiful Eulogy he has a song about zombies maybe I'll find the clip uh, and he talks about how 
we basically before Christ we are zombies, right? Right. We are dead and walking dead. Walking, we are dead, walking yeah. dead. Yeah. And uh, somebody somebody brought that up. I thought that was a, a great analogy as well. So yeah, I wrote two articles on the Walking Dead, the theology of Walking Dead on Gospel Spam. Yeah. A long time ago. So I saw you post somebody and get a chance to read. I posted them. them in response to some people that were complaining that you know Christians shouldn't watch shows yeah. about zombies. We so. shouldn't. We shouldn't watch shows that have curse words in them. But it's okay to post those curse words. Yeah, it's like, how can you post the curse words and then say we can't watch a show that has curse words? <laughs> I don't get it. Dude, this last... Did you watch the last episode of Fear the Walking Dead? I did. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, you yeah, saw it. Yeah, of course I did. That was totally anti-big government right there, oh, dude. Oh, man. I was like they're, like... they're like animals in a cage. Yeah, yeah. And then the government is just nasty, yeah. which is exactly what would happen, I think, in that sort of situation. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, they would say it's for the greater good. Hey, we got some good news, man. Like our show's getting really popular, and you know Is how it? I know. You know how I know because Darren Doan was on. Yes, that's <laughs> that's one reason for sure. But the other reason is like I'm getting emails now from people that want to sponsor our yeah. show, and it's not just like you know individuals. It's very reputable companies, which we can't talk about yet. Right. But they're going to sponsor Dude. the show, and I, I just want to let people know that. Anything on our set is for sale. <laughs> like we, the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube logos. We'll put a Pepsi logo there. Yeah. The Apologia logo behind me. Like we'll just take that microphone down. Yeah. Giant Pepsi Cola symbol. Yeah. In the back, we'll call it the Pepsi Cola Apologia Studios. Yeah. Like the yeah. you know purpose of capitalism is to sell out. Yeah. But technically, we're nonprofit, so sponsors. So, but we'll sp- you know, sponsor the, the whole bills. thing. Somebody's got to pay thing. the bills. Yeah, and if you don't like commercials, well, buy the show. <laughs> <laughs> buy the show. Can we talk about that for a second, though? Like, sure, seriously, like, yeah. I know we've got some complaints that we've had too many commercials, but like, somebody literally has to turn the lights on, right? And the and the more sponsorships we get, the more we can do for the kingdom. Yeah. That's so true. It's like people. It's not like we're just out. It's it's not like it's not like me, you, and Jeff, and Joy, and Rebecca like are taking cuts of the sponsorships that come in. That'd right. Be nice. I mean, you live in the studio, <laughs> right? I like, do live. So in I the mean, studio. Uh, the money that comes in is just going right back into the kingdom. It's just it's just allowing us to do more work for Christ. Yeah. Maybe eventually glory. we could maybe hire some people so I could like go home. Yeah. Or get a home. Yeah. <laughs> Make like a real shower. Okay, real Spon- shower. No more sponge baths. No more, no more bird baths. In this. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, it's gonna be a fun show to today. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. We're talk about uh, abortion, which isn't fun to talk no. about, but but uh, we're gonna talk about late night talk shows, which is like me and yours favorite thing to talk about. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So, and I like studied late night history. <laughs> like I've read all the biographies <laughs> of like. Colbert and like Stewart, like I like yeah. just know the history. You know how much they weigh and what they eat I, for breakfast. I know what they eat for breakfast. I know what schools they went to. Yeah. I know what improv groups they were a part of before they made it. So we're gonna talk about that, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I think we should just dive in. Let's just do it right now. So just do it, Nike. Last night, if Nike wants to sponsor okay, us, they yeah. Can. This microphone yeah. is a Nike sponsor. Nike, Nike. We'll just Nike. put like a Nike logo right yeah. on the microphone. Yep. Uh huh. That's a great idea. Yeah. Nike, yeah. are you listening? Yeah. Right here, <laughs> Nike check mark right on my microphone right there. So that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm just Man. gonna I'm just gonna look for little opportunities. Done. <laughs> 
Just like where, like there's like a lot of empty space on this desk right here. We can just maybe do like a GoPro shot, aerial head with like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or like some other Fortune 500 company. We'll be like the NFL and say you cannot put your name on our stadium unless it's a Fortune 500 company. Oh, this is the NBA. Oh, you know is about it? that? I didn't know that. So Norfolk, Virginia, where I'm from, uh-huh. we finally were going to get the Charlotte Hornets because the Charlotte Hornets were going to be sold in New Orleans. Yeah. But we were the top bidder. Oh, I didn't know that. And <laughs> the only sponsor we had in the area that was like a top reputable company with like was uh, like Smithfield Foods. I've never even heard or of it. Or like them. James Dean like sausage. Okay. Because like, that's like the major farms in Virginia. Yeah. And they didn't want like... A, f- a farm company. They didn't want the sausage like stadium. The sausage stadium. Like <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want it, so they went with New Orleans, where they had a bigger sponsor and more reputable uh, brand. I didn't know so, that. That's that's why we've we've. I mean, you know, we we we've rejected sponsors too. Like we said, yeah, we just yeah. You know, it's I mean, not about like, the money; it's about having a re- reputable brand because yeah. we want to prove that. I think we want to prove that quality Christian media can attract sponsors. Yeah. Like Starbucks and, wanted to sponsor, but like, no, you sponsor yeah, abortions. Yeah, no, so yeah, no we did turn down Starbucks. Yeah. I don't think we should have done that, though, man. Like, I Dude, mean, that, that was a big contract. I mean, to turn down Starbucks, that was... They they loved uh, the show we did when we talked about them and said, don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> oh, Dude, man. I got a funny story speaking of sausages. Dude, but, but Arby's oh, and Jon Stewart had a great oh, yeah. sponsorship yeah. deal for like a long time yeah. where he would just trash Arby's on the show through the course of the show and they had a huge sponsorship deal and it, it was based on our John trashing Arby's and it yeah. worked out tremendously for Arby's actually yeah. so mm, now I'm hungry so speaking of Arby's and speaking of sausages I got a funny story okay so we were in we're Wis- gonna get to the talk some, show sometime, eventually yeah. yeah sure whatever so okay. we were in Wisconsin last week if you I don't know if you you've probably never been there Everywhere you go in Wisconsin, like every gas station, every store, like everywhere, they're selling like cheese and meats. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, it was like I was meant to go to Wisconsin. But the funniest thing ever, we're like going to leave Wisconsin at the airport. We're in, in uh, Appleton, which is right by Green Bay. We're getting ready to go through security and we're taking everything out of our bags, you know, putting on the conveyor belt. And they're announcing. Please make sure you take out all your meats and cheeses and sausages and put them on the conveyor belt. <laughs> and I was so happy. I'm like celebrating, like in line. Like you asked, you just said that. Take out all your meats and cheeses and sausages. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So thank you, Wisconsin. Yeah. So gonna go to a break. Yes, we are gonna go to a break. And apparently. then we will come back and we will talk about late night stuff. Yes, sir. All right. This is Apologia Radio. This is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio. You can get us at ApologiaRadio.com. I'm also the pastor at Apologia Church in Tempe. You can get us at ApologiaChurch.com. want to invite you guys to join us for worship, the word, and fellowship on Sundays at 4 p.m. And that's Joy Tempe. Hey there. We are a family-integrated church, so we invite you to bring your whole family to worship with us. This is Luke Pearson, the ministry bear, also discipleship pastor at Apologia Church. Like Jeff mentioned, we are now meeting at a new location and time, 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoons at Arizona Community Church, 
That's 9325 South Rural Road and Tempe. We're meeting in the community center, and that is between Warner and Ray off of Rural. Again, you can reach us on them internets at apologiachurch.com. Delicious beards are encouraged but not required. <laughs> Glory! Fallon. This was such a great skit. I love Jimmy Fallon's he's, skits. He's the dang genius, man. He is. He is, in his own way. The funny thing is, when he was on Saturday Night Live, I couldn't stand like, <laughs> I couldn't stand him because he can never keep character, which is actually now is funny to me. Yeah, though. right. He can never keep character, and I, just, I couldn't stand him, but now that he has a talk show, I love him. He's yeah. he's thinking hilarious. Yeah, he's come a long way. Have, have you ever watched like the first... Late late shows with with Jimmy Fallon, uh-huh. like they were not good. Like his 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 uh, late night show on NBC, yeah, was awful. Yeah, maybe that maybe it, yeah. I didn't I, I did see that. I didn't like that either. And and what was really great, I think, in his favor, was during the whole like Conan and Leno yeah. argument yeah. viewed. Like, they just pushed him aside because he was doing really terrible in the ratings. Oh, okay. And I think they were going to actually cancel him, but the whole Conan and Leno yeah. thing blew up, uh-huh. and they were just like, well, we can't get rid of another host. We just let him sit there. Right. And he became really, really good. Yeah. And uh, then he took over late to the Tonight Show, and he's... I, I, he has a modern-day Carson, for sure. He's oh, yeah. yeah. Like, just as the, like... Sticks and stuff yeah. he comes up with like he's, the games. He just got a five-year, twelve yeah. million dollar per year contract, fifty million dollar contract, crazy, in five years. It's like, and we've talked about this a lot. There's a lot of stuff he does. We're like, man, I want to do that on our show, but we don't want to be copycats. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's yeah. like, man, wouldn't it be awesome? We we do want to move Apologia TV eventually to less of a radio format and more of like a Tonight Show format. Right. And we got plans to have bands on the set and. All kinds of stuff. So yeah, buddy. Just, just know, man. Don't get used to apology TV, man. It's going to be changing all the time. Yeah. So, so you want you want to talk about Colbert right now? Yes, I want to talk I'm about. Pull up First off, let that. me just say this about Colbert. I think his show is brilliant. <laughs> I actually haven't like, seen it yet, so don't. Uh, okay, other than well, the okay. So his show is not the same show as Fallon. Right. I don't think they're comparable at all. Which is good. That's a good it, thing. That is very good. Yeah. That was part of the thing with like. Leno and Letterman, they were so much the same show. Just, you know what I mean? Like they were similar, like real similar. Like Colbert and Fallon, they're completely different shows. Yeah, yeah. It, but but it's it's the same in the sense where Leno got all the ratings and Letterman didn't. Even though people said that Letterman's comedy was smarter. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's same is true here. Fallon is getting all the ratings. Yeah. And Colbert is way smart. I think he's way smarter than Letterman was. Mm. And uh and so this is. Stephen Colbert interviewing Ted Cruz this is on a great interview. conservative stuff, and and I like I know a lot of people will listen to this interview and they'll be like, "Man, Colbert is obviously biased because he's going so hard against uh, Ted Cruz, and he didn't go that hard against like the the liberal people that he's had on the show." And it's true, 
there's yeah. obviously a bias there. Yeah. But can I just say that I really appreciate Colbert going hard on conservative candidates? Mm. Like, we can take it. <laughs> Especially Ted yeah. Cruz can yeah. take it. Yeah, Ted Cruz can take it. And I think having a strong liberal media that is ruthless towards conservatism is a good thing, man. Weed out the bad guys who don't have a backbone. Like, let's find out who yeah, they let's are. Let's go after Chris Christie already. Yeah. I'm ser- <laughs> seriously. <laughs> And enough of the fat jokes. <laughs> Let's just get to, you know, the right. substance. Right. You know, so. Go okay. for it. This is a, a clip called, Let's Talk About Reagan for a second. Well, let me ask about yeah. Reagan for a second. Yes. Is that Democrats, Democrats, uh, you know, and Republicans have had reasons why they liked Ronald Reagan. Um, but would, does today's modern Republican Party reflect some of the things that Reagan did? Reagan raised taxes. Okay. Reagan actually... Um, had a amnesty program for illegal immigrants. Neither of those things would allow Reagan to be nominated today. So, to what level? It's a great point. Hmm. That's a great question. Yeah. Because a, a lot of things, Reagan was not a perfect presidential candidate. Right. He did a lot of things he shouldn't have, including the drug war. Hmm. You know, just say no to drugs, all that. That was Nancy Reagan. You know, so all, all of the problems we have from the drug war which we talked about on last show oh i didn't Mar- hear it yet. yeah we talked about marijuana and the problems of the drug war and how it emboldens cartels and mm. and all this other stuff reagan was responsible for that mm. so he was a big military uh yeah big, he he did have a lot of status attributes to him yeah. so that's a great question from colbert it's yeah. not a biased question it's a good question from a period of time when he was willing to work with Tip O'Neill across the aisle to get stuff done. Isn't that what people want more than anything else? Is not just principles, but action. Well, I'll tell you, number one, as I travel the country, I, I haven't seen anyone saying the thing we want of Republicans is to give in more to Barack Obama in the direction we're going. I don't hear that across the country. But are, there, are those aspects of Reagan something you could agree with? Raising Ronald, taxes and amnesty for uh, illegal immigrants. Could you Ronald agree Reagan, with Reagan? Could you agree with Reagan on those? Yes two or no? No, I, of course not. All right. But I I like how he was very direct. Hey, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a yes or no question. Yeah. Like, don't give me a political answer. Yeah. It's a yes or no question. Yeah. Good job, Colbert. Ronald Reagan also signed the largest tax cut in history. Mm-hmm. He reduced government regulations from Washington. Mm-hmm. He did. And economic growth exploded. You know, when Reagan came in from 1978 to 1982, mm-hmm. economic growth averaged less than 1% a year. There's only one other four-year period where that's true. That's true from 2008 to 2012. Oh, what Reagan ouch. did, Obama juke. he cut ouch. taxes, he cut regulations, <laughs> he unchanged small businesses, and economic growth boomed. Mm-hmm. Millions of people were lifted out of poverty but into prosperity in the middle class. But when conditions changed in the country, he reversed his world's largest tax cut and raise taxes when revenues did not match the expectations. So it, it's a matter of compromising. Will you be willing, will you be willing to compromise? With- that question right there drives me nuts. Would you be willing to compromise on your values? Right. <laughs> That's the kind of president we, we want. We're looking right. for somebody who will compromise. Right, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> what a what an awful question. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a Christian and then you won't compromise. Yeah, yeah. Are are you willing to compromise on issues of abortion, on moral issues? Yeah. Would you would you give up everything you stand for? Right. Everything you fight for? Would you give that <laughs> up? 
because like that's the kind of candidate we want like someone yeah. who's just jello like yeah that, are you are you that the other side because i would say that it is possible it's entirely possible that your plan might be the right one if it turns out not to be the right one, would you be willing to compromise with the other side, change your mind, and and do something that the other side wants and not feel like you can pitch... This is where he should have just gone straight Trump, and he should have said, uh, my plan is the right one. <laughs> it's perfect. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and he should have said, uh, the Bible is never wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just let me yeah. do what the Bible says and just just trust it. Yeah. So it's going to be huge with the devil so my attitude is it possible because you're a religious man right you're a religious man and i dabble he's a roman catholic but would you believe that it's important not to call the other side the devil um absolutely there's nothing diabolical about you what about your opponents politically are they diabolical uh, of course not and, and in fact my response in politics I'd have said yes. Is yeah, when others you. throw rocks and insult, <laughs> I don't respond in kind. And, and in fact... That's true, you haven't. I, I, and that's true of both Republicans or Democrats. When, when others attack me, I make a point of keeping the focus on substance, keeping the focus on how do we turn this country around. Mm -hmm. People are fed up. And I appreciate what, that. What they want is jobs and economic growth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned before, you know, you said, Cruz, you're a very conservative guy. Listen, what I'm fighting for... Our simple principles, live within our means, mm -hmm. stop bankrupting our kids and grandkids, follow the Constitution. And no gay marriage. And no gay marriage. Well, no, actually, let's be precise. You, Under the Constitution, yes. marriage is a question for the states. If you All right, this is a trap question. Yeah. So let's set let's, uh, this here, okay? He could easily say, yeah, of course not, no gay marriage. Yeah. And he would be the talking head of all the major news networks and he yeah. would just be destroyed. Right. Say, well, our, our society doesn't need a conversation in yes or no. Right. Like that's, that's easy. But the issue is what does our constitution say, mm -hmm. which is founded by Christian principles? Mm -hmm. What are the policies in that? And, and the way he answers this question, I think is just simply just brilliant. Yeah. And before you play that too, okay. I, I, his response to the question before that, where he said, what I'm saying is we need to stop bankrupting our yeah. kids and our grandkids. Yeah. That sounds, one, very theonomic, and two, very post-mill. Absolutely. I'm not saying that he's either one of those, but I'm saying those are yeah. those were very, those answers would have fallen into those categories. Absolutely. You want to change doesn't the marriage mention, laws. doesn't mention marriage in the Constitution. Uh, we have had a country for over 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop. I love how people are cheering, but then they're about to get their their feet cut off. Yeah, right they're, about to, they're about to get their feet cut off. But I, I love what he said. We've had the we've had the Constitution yeah. two hundred years. Haven't had a problem for two hundred years. All of a sudden, it's an issue. Right. So you may be right. You may be right, but it doesn't mention marriage in the Constitution. You believe and, and that that's marriage? That's exactly why it's a question for the states. Because the mm -hmm. Tenth Amendment says if it doesn't mention it, mm -hmm. it's a question for the states. That's in the Bill of Rights. Everything that is not mentioned is left to the state. So if you want to change the marriage laws... I'm, I'm asking what you I, want. I believe in democracy. I believe in democracy, and I don't think we should no, 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 trust... No, 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 guys, guys. However you feel, he's my guest, so please don't boo him. Kudos. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate like, that. Isn't it, that's just yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if, like, if you had, like, Rachel Maddow interviewing Ted Cruz... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she'd she, be the one booing. Yeah, right, him. right, Like, right. wow, wow, she's in 
she'd be, <laughs> well, she'd be, she'd be yeah. the one throwing tomatoes. Yeah. And, yeah. He, he's smart, man. He's setting a stage right now for anybody to feel welcome on his show. Yeah. Even if, you know, he's getting asked tough questions. And the truth is, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, uh, the, the, the Daily Show podcast, and there's an episode there where it's talking about the producers who are trying to get candidates on their show. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz never agreed to go on The Daily Show, which mm-hmm. is fascinating because he was supposed to be one of the last guests and then he backed out at the last minute. Huh. But that was like their one guest they were trying to get and they could never get. Huh. But they would say that once a guest went on the show with Jon Stewart and they were challenged, they always got more respect from their base because oh, they were okay. able to articulate right. it. So right. I just think that Colbert being harsh is not a bad thing for us at all. Like, cause yeah. we have the right answers. Yeah. It's right. like, be as harsh as you want. Right. Our worldview is consistent. Right. You know, if it's not, destroy us. Right. You know, if it's not, you know, expose us. Right. And so anyway, way to go Colbert for actually like, you know, respecting your guest and not letting the crowd get out of hand. I don't think we should entrust governing our society to five unelected lawyers in Washington. Why would you possibly hand over the rights of 320 million Americans to five lawyers in Washington to say, we're going to decide the rules that govern you. If you want to win an issue, go to the ballot box and win at the ballot box. That's the way the Constitution was designed. That's right. (laughs) So I love, before you talk, I love how when uh, Colbert asked that question and then I talk about everybody just cheering yeah and then it's like when he gives that answer then there's like two people clapping yay for not having five people rule over (laughs) us in a tyrannical form (laughs) like what is wrong with our country well there's a lot wrong (laughs) I know I know it's like we want tyranny you know it's like the Israels we want a king (laughs) yeah as long as as long as the the king gives the people what they want yeah I think he should rephrase that question hey what if we had five on elected Christian magistrate judges mm. <laughs> mm. who thought homosexuality was a criminal offense. Yeah. Would you be okay with it then? No, or would you sure. rather go to the States? <laughs> right. Right, for sure, so, man. The, the reason why the government is set up in the way that it is is so people can escape. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. easier to escape California and move to Arizona than it is to move to Mexico or Canada. Right, so mm. the more localized your government, Joe McDermott talks about this in his book "Restoring America, One County at a Time." The more localized the government, the easier it is to change things. Mm. So when he says, "Hey, it should be a states' rights issue," it's because look, if you're homosexual, if you're a liberal, move to a different city, move to a different state if you don't like the laws here. Just yeah. move, get out of the way. You know, yeah. that was a, that was the song, wasn't it? Move, get, get out, out the way, way get, get out the way, way get okay, out yeah. the way. Yeah, it's customers ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you can move. Man, that's ludicrous. <laughs> so so you can move, and then here's what happens. So you have all these counties and all these states that are run on Christian principles, and then you have all these counties and states that are run on liberal principles, and one county and state is going to be a shining light a city on a hill mm. that everybody's going to want to flock to. Yeah. And the other one, that's a great point. People are going to leave. And yeah. so it's way easier to leave Tempe, Arizona and move to Phoenix than it is to, you know, move to Mexico or to move to Canada or to the, whatever state yeah. has country has conservative yeah. principles. So that is why it's set up that way. So that judgment can fall on a particular County <laughs> and not on a particular nation. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's a great point. I, I don't think I thought about it like that. Yeah. So, so when he's saying, hey, give it to the states, he's not skirting the question. So I know there are people, people that are be like, well, I would have just said homosexuality is a sin and right. like people need to repent. It's like, well, you could have said that. <laughs> but I think... You'd be right in I, saying that. I, I think you can have a Christian view of law yeah. and, and articulate it in such a way that you're not the subject of news for the next three weeks or right. you don't come across as a jerk. Well, and he answered it in a way that made the people think, right? Yeah. Because if, yeah. if he would have said what they wanted him to say, then they would have been they would have been happy. Even though they would have been booing him, they would have been happy that he said what yeah. they wanted him to say. He, but he challenged the people in the audience yeah. because you heard it. Yeah. Like the difference in applause, you heard yeah. them go, oh. Yeah, so you want five unelected people ruling right. over you, 320 right. million people? Like, right. that's what you want? Right. <laughs> right. I know I didn't hear anybody go, Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. <laughs> they were all like, Yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I guess I, I guess you're right. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I will say we're not necessarily endorsing Ted Cruz as president, but he's been giving a lot of really good answers. We we can't endorse him? I'm not saying we can't. Uh, I'm just saying we're not officially endorsing him as the president of Joe Kennedy, I'm just saying he's given some really great answers. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I mean, if you want to endorse him, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. No, I, I don't either. I'm just, I don't want, I just, I just know there's going to be people like, oh, you guys are endorsing Ted Cruz. He yeah. said this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. We're just saying, look, he gave some great answers. Yeah, I, I, I'm still kind of rooting for Rand Paul. I am he, too. He's, he's got to get some personality behind him. <laughs> I'm going to play a clip. I'm going to play a clip for you <laughs> later, later. Okay. But first, right now, let's go to, because we're on talk shows and we're politics. Yeah. So we're going to do, I'm going to play a clip um, when Hillary Clinton was on Fallon the other night and he, and, and Fallon does a really good Donald Trump. And so he did this little skit. We're going to play that right now. Hello. Who's this? Congratulations. You're speaking to Donald Trump. How are you, Hillary? He, he paid a lot of money since for she take wedding. his call. Well, That's I'm true. sure I'll see you at the next one. Anyway, I just finished the GOP debate. As usual, I was fantastic. Everyone loved me. Now look, I know you're about to go out for your interview with Jimmy Fallon, but he's a total lightweight. So I'm going to do him a favor and interview you instead. That's great. You know how much I love being interviewed. As Jeez. long as you stop don't start stop, talking... Stop, stop, stop. She is the worst <laughs> person on the earth. <laughs> yeah, she, like yeah. she's not even capable of like yeah. having a genuine moment. Right. There's a, there's actually a clip. Uh, it's really funny. It's like Stephen Colbert, where he he actually pulled up like a memo from Hillary's organization uh-huh. that said we're going to start planning more uh, improvised moments with Hillary. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so she seems more likable. Yeah. And he's like, you're gonna plan. Improvised moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know you're yeah. in trouble at yeah. being a human being. Yeah. <laughs> when you have to plan improvisation. Yeah, and it's funny because I don't know if you saw the interview where Fallon actually interviewed her after this. And uh, there was, like, they're talking about, like, her taking selfies with people. And, like, it's just, like, I'm, like, watching this. I'm, like, man, this is, I don't, I, I dislike you more than I did before I saw this do, interview. Do you, do you think Hillary, do you think Hillary Clinton would take a... Uh, a selfie with me holding a baby's a murdered here sign? Probably not. Oh, okay. It's worth a shot, though. Okay, yeah, it is. It is. 
over me when I'm trying to make a yeah, yeah. point. Yeah, question Donald. one. <laughs> you, you recently said, quote, Mr. Trump insults and dismisses women. But tell me, what would you do to help women in this country? You know, Donald, I, I, I've spent my entire career fighting for women's rights. I'll push for equal pay in the workplace for protecting Yay. women's health and reproductive rights. Oh, what's okay? Let's stop right there. What do you mean by that? Yeah, productive health and murdering, reproductive murdering rights. Murdering children. Women's health and murdering yeah. children. We should talk about murdering children. We will. That's what I believe in. That's what I'm fighting for. You know, you know I'm really curious, Donald. Um, what is your stance on women's issues? Look, I know a lot of women, and they all have issues. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of the interview right there. So, Donald that, Trump, man. Donald Trump. So that being said, when we come back, we're going to talk about abortion. Although, I do want to play that clip of uh, Trump and Rand Paul first, while we're, since we're talking about Okay. But we'll come back with that. So, Apology Radio, see you on the other side. Hey, this is Drew from the Gotham Central Podcast. Tune into our show each week as Mike, Ross, and myself bring you all the latest news and reviews from your favorite DC Comics television show, Gotham. Listen in as three aspiring reforms theologians discuss some of the best story arcs, comics, and movies in the Batman universe. You can check out the Gotham Central Podcast on iTunes, join our Facebook group called Gotham Central, and follow us on Twitter at Gotham underscore Central. We hope you tune in each week. Same bat time, same bat place. Welcome back to Apologia Radio in the in the Jack Daniel studio with the Jack Daniel. <laughs> you know, I was thinking it'd be really awesome, like if we had like like NASCAR jerseys with like just badges of like all kinds of like different like companies. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind that at all. What if we got? What if Donald Trump wanted to sponsor us? I'd do it. We'd have a gold desk. <laughs> It just say Trump on the front of the desk. Trump that. <laughs> all right. So since we're talking about talk shows, talking about Trump, all that jazz, I'm going to play one clip real quick. I mentioned it in the last segment of Trump and Rand Paul in the last debate this last week. Marcus hasn't seen it yet, so we're going to get his reaction. It's hilarious. Sounds good. So here we go. Let me, pull, let me pull it up. I should have pulled it up while I was talking. That's what a professional would have yeah, done. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> I think really there's a sophomore quality that is entertaining about Mr. Trump, but I am worried. I'm very concerned about him having him in charge of the nuclear weapons because I think his response, his, his visceral response to attack people on their appearance, short, tall, fat, ugly... My goodness, that happened in junior high. Are we not way above that? Would we not all be worried to have someone like that in charge of the nuclear arsenal? Mr. Trump, I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there <laughs> that I can tell you. I want to give oh, man. Mr. Trump... Dude, Dude I saw you there. I was dying. Is, is he serious? Like, I, I, I honestly think he's being funded by the Democratic Party. Because they know, know they can just take away all the attention from themselves, <laughs> takes away all the attention from Hillary Clinton, and and just like 
next thing you know, Hillary Clinton's president. And we'll be like, how did that happen? Right. And we'll just be like, well, Trump. Right. I, that's what I love about him. I mean, he's funny, but he's just himself. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's what we've talked about this. Like, that's why he's doing so well, because people are tired of people, uh, politicians in office that are fake, that say one thing and mean another thing. And that's why people are finding Trump refreshing, because he's just being himself. He's not, he, you know, he's... It's too bad his yeah. true self is... Uh, not the most right. <laughs> respectable right. kind of person. Right, I know. I know. <laughs> so with that, we're going to transition here. Um, and so we're going to talk about an article that Glenn Beck put up. Well, as uh, you know, the hashtag shout yes. your abortion. Yeah. Right, which is just crazy. Yeah, so we're going to read some tweets. Yeah, we're going to read some atrocious. tweets. So Matt Walsh posted a blog on The Blaze and... I haven't read it yet. It just came in my feed. And I saw the title was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And it's Shout Your Abortion Proves That Modern Liberalism Is a Satanic Death Cult. <laughs> I, I kind of have to agree with that. <laughs> no. no. I was like, what a great title for an article. Right. And so there are some, there are some tweets in here that are mentioned. And so we can go ahead and read these. Yeah. But what I want you to do is when we read these, imagine the hashtag was different to where it was like, Shout Your Rape. Shout your murder. Yeah. Shout your child molestation. Yeah. Right? Like, so think of any other criminal offense. Right. And then just put shout your criminal offense there yeah. when you read these tweets. Because it's it's just absurd. So here's one that's like, yeah, so I had an abortion at 20. It was the best possible decision for us then. I will shout your abortion with no more shame. Replace that. Yeah, I raped somebody at 20. It was the best possible decision for us then. I will shout my rape with no more shame. Mm. <laughs> right? Like, right? So here's another one. Had an abortion procedure done at age 22 because I was way too young to parent. Have never, ever, ever regretted it. Mm. I don't believe that. You know, I don't... You don't? Mm. Hard and heart? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. I still, I, yeah. I, I still think people... Yeah, she's suppressing the truth yeah. in her yeah, emotions yeah, yeah. for sure. So... Not becoming a parent while I was still a child was wise and merciful. I send love to two providers, to all people being shamed. <laughs> Why, what is wise and merciful about ripping apart a baby right. in the womb? Yeah. Like, if that's her definition of mercy, yeah. like, that's scary. Who's she being merciful on? <laughs> Seriously. Right? Seriously. It really is the most selfish act you could ever do. Oh, yeah. So here's another one. I've had three abortions. She's murdered three children. Uh, and and I've held on to shame since I was 14. I'm 43 now. My shame and silence ends today. Hmm. Imagine if it said, I molested three children. Yeah. And have held shame since right. I was 14. Right. I'm 43 now. My shame and silence ends today. Right. Like, like I'm done feeling bad for molesting children. You know what would happen? They'd open up a case. <laughs> they would have been in jail. <laughs> right. They, sh they sure would. And she deserves to be mm -hmm. put in jail. Mm -hmm. And like, this is wicked. Yeah. Is there anything more wicked in all the earth than not just having an abortion, but bragging about how you don't feel guilty for murdering your child? No. So the question I have to ask is if abortion should be safe and legal and it's just a medical procedure, why are there all these people with these hashtags shouting out, I don't I don't feel any regret. Right. Like, right, nobody, nobody says, 
I regret having that cancer removed from my body. You know, shout your cancer right. operation. There's no shame in removing right. my limb. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you did it because it was a good medical procedure to have done. Yeah. Murdering your child is not something you have to shout about right. to suppress your truth and unrighteousness. Right. Well, and as we read some more of these, we've talked about this. The Ultimately, even like the argument of um, whether or not it's a, a human being or not, like that, that argument doesn't even matter anymore because even people on, on the pro-choice side, the pro-murder side, they'll acknowledge that it's a human being. Yeah. But they but the point is, it doesn't matter because what they ultimately want is comfort. As we read through some of these, uh, you'll see that what it all boils down to is comfort. That's the modern-day Molech, right? That's what the, the Israelites in the Old Testament were sacrificing their children to, was the god Molech. That's what we have today, the... the the God, the idol they're worshiping is comfort. And so as we read through these, think about that. Like that's what, that's what they don't want to sacrifice is their comfort. So they're willing to murder their own children so that they can be comfortable. Yeah. Here's what it says. I've never wanted to have children. <laughs> so I had an abortion. I'm thriving without guilt, without shame, mm -hmm. without apologies. Their comfort. Children. That, that's what, that's what it says there. And this one says, so here's my shout your abortion. I was pregnant with what? A baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to be. I got to decide and I owe no one an explanation for my decision to murder my child. Like yeah. that's essentially what it is. And we have to keep bringing it back to this argument because it's not about a choice. It's not about a medical procedure. It's not about making a tough decision. It's about whether or not you have the right to murder your child. Yeah. And the truth is, you don't. Right. There's no right whatsoever to murder your child. Uh, the Bible says, thou shall not murder. And the Bible says that if two people are in a fight, and they swing, and they injure the lady, and it murders her child, they're to be put to death. That's what it says in Deuteronomy. They're to be put to death because that child in the womb is valuable to God. Mm. Amen. So... That's that's what it says. Is there any more in there you got to read? Uh, that's pretty much most of them. Here, I got I got some. Okay. Um, this was the one I saw. Um, that was like just just straight defiant. I mean, it's just straight Romans one, right? So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna read I'm gonna read her this this post, and then I'm gonna read Romans one and, and tell me if they sound right. So or they sound familiar. So she says. I don't care if Planned Parenthood provides nothing but abortion services. I don't care if it's a million-story abortion super park with abortion water slides and an abortion electric parade. Abortion is legal. Abortion is legal. In all caps. If I read one more defense of Planned Parenthood that says it's uh, not just abortions or only 5% of what they do is abortion and abortions aren't federally funded, I'm going to abort myself. Oh my just, goodness! Wait, just wait. Abortion is okay. Here, we go. abortion is legal, culturally necessary. Really, to murder your child—that's culturally necessary. You know what else was culturally necessary? Uh, Gas and the Jews. Yeah. What about the Aztecs who threw their firstborn over into like the pit and all yeah. and, and and sacrificed it to their god? That yeah. was culturally necessary too. Yeah. And then and then she says, and good for humanity. What humanity? Uh, how about the humans you're murdering? Is it good for them? <laughs> and then she says, it has been and will be practiced for millennia. 
Yeah. It, it is essential. Essential. It's essential to murder your own child. Right. What is it essential for, though? Comfort. Absolutely. So did you see the newest Planned Parenthood video that was posted, the 10th yeah. one? Yeah, I just watched it today, actually. I mean, that is just grotesque. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about how... I love what she says. Think of the New York he- New York Times yeah, headline right. when this gets out. Right. Like, they know it's terrible. We don't talk about this in emails. Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about this in emails. Yeah. We don't disclose this. Yeah. Like, just one-on-one conversations. Yeah. Because if the New York Times finds out about this, this is a PR nightmare. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. Because... I think it'd be important on Apologia Radio to debate this issue. And so here's what I want all the citizens of Apologia to do. There's a lady uh, from YouTube. She's a very popular atheist named Rebecca Watson. And she has a video where she says, they're not selling effing baby parts, right. you idiots. Right? right? Okay. Obviously, she was wrong about that. Right. As, I, mean, right. I mean, she's like a flat earther at this point, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, she is. And I know because I've seen a lot of Flat Earth videos lately. Yeah. I've just been addicted to watching them because I'm a sci-fi fan. Yeah. And so, and so, but anyway, so here's what I want everybody to do. I want everybody to show the power of the Apologia audience and tweet Rebecca Watson at Rebecca Watson and let her know that Apologia Radio wants her to stand on the courage of her convictions, call into our show, we'll give her equal time. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we won't cut her off or anything. She can have yeah. her time. We won't let our audience boo her. Yeah, we won't let the audience. We'll be like Colbert. We won't let the audience boo her. We'll be nice and gracious, and we're going to have a conversation about abortion, and she gets to defend her position that Planned Parenthood is not selling baby parts and that abortion is not murder. Mm-hmm. And w- let's do it. Let's, yeah. let's see how powerful Apologia Radio yeah. citizens can be, and let's get people to really bring in somebody who has a yeah. platform and let's debate this. And if we can, maybe we can be like Fallon and get it trending in 30 minutes. Hashtag! Yeah, let's make that trend. So what yeah. it should be, uh, debate Rebecca Watson. How about that? Like okay. hashtag debate Rebecca yeah. Watson. Yeah, yeah. Tag Rebecca Watson. It's at R-E-B-E-C-C-A W-A-T-S-O-N. Yeah. Let's get her on the show. Let, yeah. Let's, look, look, we're not afraid of our position. No, right? Like I, absolutely not. I, I had an atheist today. I put out a call. I was like, "Hey, any atheists want to debate on Apologia Radio?" One guy responded, and he was like, "Yeah, I think I'll do it." And then he went and listened to our episodes where we debated atheists, and he said, "After after watching your show, I, I decided it wouldn't probably be the best move to be on your show." <laughs> and it's and I responded, and I said, "Well, as long as you're going to be an anonymous Twitter account, we've uh, suppressed your." Arguments, yeah. Uh, and if you don't want to take it to a public sphere, then that's great. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I yeah. am okay, according to First Peter two fifteen, where it says we are to silence the mouths of the unbelievers yep. by our works. And so if you don't have the guts to be on our show, we win. That's right. That's how it is. That's if you don't right. have the guts to stand on the courage of your convictions, we win. That's right. And and we'll let you on. Yeah. You know. So hold on. I gotta I gotta finish this one. Before we move on, I was. How long done. is that? It's almost done, but there's it's just stuff that's gonna tie it all together. You have to hear the rest of it. Luke, 30 seconds. Okay. So she's talking about abortion, remember, she says, It is a fact. By minimizing, denying, or apologizing for this fact, you are allowing these <laughs> venal anti-woman Nazis. Funny how she'd bring Nazis into Interesting. this. Interesting. Uh, to frame this debate and to continue to chip away at the essential right. Abortion is not tragic. Yes, it is. 
It is not painful. Yes, it is. Uh, it is a fact. You're right, it is a fact that it's painful. It is a right. Demand for it, fight for it, and for the sake of the women who have given their, given their lives to defend it, stop apologizing for it. All right. This has been Apologia Radio. Rebecca Watson. Here. Right here. Yes. On our stage. Hashtag. Speaking of Jimmy Fallon, listen to the roots right now. Hashtag. Debate Rebecca Watson. What's up, y'all? This is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio at ApologiaRadio.com. Want to talk to you guys about an amazing connection that we have right now with Whitfield Theological Seminary. I want you to run over to Whitfield.edu, Whitfield.edu, W-H-I-T-E-F-I-E-L-D.edu. I want you to check out the programs they have. They have undergraduate programs at Whitfield College, and they also have Whitfield Theological Seminary for the graduate degree and above and beyond. I, I think you'll really be impressed with the rigorous nature of the classes, the consistent biblical worldview taught and adhered. To. I want you to contact Whitfield Theological Seminary at whitfield.edu. Get a hold of our friend, Dr. Kenneth Talbot, and start your classes today. ApologiaRadio.com. Revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. But what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile and their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Call in. Let's go to the phones. All right, we're here with Christian... From where? Laredo. Laredo? Where's that? Uh, it's uh, South Texas. It's uh, along the border of, um, of Mexico and the United States. It's a border town. <laughs> awesome, man. What you got for us? Yeah, um, you said like no uh, hard theological questions, right? Luke, Luke said that. I'll, I'll take anything. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll at least try. We want to we do some fun. <laughs> we want we this to be fun. So uh, what you uh, got, man? No, yeah, no, I mean, it's just a simple question. I mean, uh, I mean, it's news-related. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys heard about uh, the young uh, Muslim boy who brought a clock to uh, to a school. Yes. And they thought it was a bomb. Yes. Oh, wow, I actually did not yeah. hear that. I, I don't, I, yeah, I, I did hear that. And then, like, there were, like, some engineers that were saying it's obviously not a clock or it's not something he invented because like it was just like pieced together from a countdown clock which interestingly enough is the countdown clock we were thinking about buying for the studio however uh i don't know if you could sit there and say that like his intentions were to do this or to do that for a, a middle school kid he was middle school right was yeah he, yeah 
for a middle school kid to take apart a clock, reassemble it, and like that's kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I would personally say if you don't want people bringing things that look like bombs to school, uh, just don't send your kids to school and just homeschool them. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but, so what's your question, Christian? No, that was the that was the question, right? I assumed the question. <laughs> you just assumed it. Oh, oh no, my question is that uh, like it was kind of like my what I see with like the media, especially the, the liberals' media reaction to this. Why do you think the liberal media they hate on Christianity, but yet they defend Islam? Like, I was wondering what what's your guys' perspective on that? Like, do you guys notice that pattern that? Somehow, like Islam gets a pass. Yeah, you know, I, I like, think we it's have to be tolerant towards Islam, but not the Christianity. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. It's that's because Islam is not Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, they yeah. would they would they would defend any religion as long as it's not Christianity. Well, I think too. You see this in Europe. Uh, I think people are scared of of Muslims, and uh, that's why Muslims are taking over Europe because people are, are afraid. To tell them no and to and to say bad things about them because they don't want to get bombed and so you're starting to see some of that carry over here right that's correct so all right hey christian thanks for your phone call man all right thank you guys appreciate it yep. all right hey this is marcus with apologia radio state your name and where you're calling from hi marcus my name is kevin i'm calling from phoenix arizona dude that is not kevin that's honey bridger <laughs> This is oh, Honey Bridger, dude. Oh, man. How do you know this? That's Honey Bridger, dude. Oh, what's I could, that? I could hear it. I heard, I heard only nine fingers in your voice. I was like... <laughs> I was... <laughs> I could tell you're missing a finger. Wow. He just went with a handicap joke. Way to go, Luke. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go so ahead. What's your question, Bridger? Okay. Well, we, we can say my name's Kevin or Jonathan, whatever name I made up. Um, sure. Who are you? No, truth doesn't James matter. You, you fooled Marcus, though. How do you argue with King James Holiness? What do you mean, how do you argue with him? Oh, I know. I'm just giving you guys some stuff to talk about, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> Alright, I love you, Marcus. <laughs> Alright, yeah, come to the studio and let's do a show again. The people are asking for it. Yeah, dude, we need to. Hey, Luke. What? You're too good, sir. I'm going to have to hire someone else to prank call you next time. <laughs> I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love Later. you, dude. Dude, I could tell right away. As soon as he called, I was like, that's not... It's Honey Bridger. <laughs> I was like, well, it's probably Kevin, but I, I doubt this guy's from Phoenix. So. <laughs> Eric, you're on the phone with Apologia Radio. What's up, man? Hey, man. How's What's it up, going? Uh, it's going well. I, I, was, uh, I was actually calling... Uh, talk about 40 days for life and abortion ministry and all that good stuff awesome okay, did right you on. did you see the shout your abortion tags y- yeah well so so check it out my uh, friend of i a uh, friend of mine and i were out there today at planned parenthood and uh, we had some uh, babies are murdered here signs and um, we spent all afternoon you know preaching the gospel and and you know just just pleading with women and everything and um and then today was actually the kickoff Avoid 40 Days for Life in Charlottesville. Okay. And um, so there, there were like, you know, 100 people there from, you know, lots of people from my church, like our pastor and our assistant pastor or whatever. And then there was a lot of Catholics, people with, you know, their Mary, you know, pictures yep. and, and, you know, rosary beads and stuff. Anyway, it's, it's just interesting because um, they came up to us. Uh, they, they were originally in one part of the sidewalk and they, 
they said that, you know, basically our signs were not okay with them. And so they, they moved to a completely different part of the sidewalk and told us explicitly not to follow them. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, so we were kind of like isolated in this little corner of the uh, sidewalk, and, this, and the group was on the other side. And what was interesting, though... Did you was, move? You know, we... Go ahead. Did you move when they asked you to move? Did you move? No, we didn't move. Oh, okay, moved good. They away from us. And oh, good. Don't okay. follow us. All right, never, never um, lose your ground. <laughs> what, what's that now? I said never lose your ground, Eric. Oh, well, no. I mean, I we weren't, we didn't want to follow them, so it was like, you know, whatever. We weren't going to leave, but we at the same time weren't going to, like, follow them around the sidewalk or whatever. But it was like, it was weird because there was at one point, um, there was a woman who was driving out and she had to stop and, you know, to for traffic and we were right there and my guess is she probably either just had an abortion or she was, you know, coming in for a consultation. I don't know. But she was like cussing us out and everything mm. and um and we're sitting there just preaching the gospel and just basically, you know, just saying, you know, uh, you know, we're doing our thing and we're just, you know, we're trying to love these these women, but at the same time we're proclaiming truth. You know, we're making sure that they understand what they're doing, what's going on. And what's crazy is as this is going on, I look up and there's this, you know, like I look over at the 48 for Life people and it's this, it's this crowd of, you know, half Catholics, half evangelicals. And they're sitting there. They've got a bunch of pink and blue balloons and they're singing Jesus songs. Oh, man. And they're completely in their own little world. And here we are engaging the actual women who are murdering their children. And we're the ones that are being isolated from that, from the, the 40 days for life. Anyway, it's just the most awkward, weird, like, it seems so backwards. And what was so hard was that people, so many people from my church, including the head pastor and the assistant pastor, were all over there with the 40 days for life crowd. And I'm like this, like, outcast with my, my, my bad sign. Uh, and anyway, so it's just, it's just really weird. And it's just really, I guess, it's frustrating, but at the same time, I guess it is what it is. But yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, it's uh, really in- interesting because that shows the difference between like me kingdom versus the kingdom, and like so, yeah. like they're right. over there doing stuff for themselves for their own, you know, works, you know, to earn, you know, credits to not be in purgatory that long, and and you're out there actually right. like fighting to end abortion, hmm. you know. So, so it actually ends. Right. Not really worried about you know where you spend eternity because you already know. So, <laughs> we, you know, it's right. people. When Jeff has mentioned like we don't show up with balloons and precious moment dials, like people think he's joking, and it's like no, we're not people joking. We actually seen it. show yeah. up with and, balloons and precious right, moments. Right, like that's what Eric just saw. So, yeah. hey Eric, real quick before you go, man, just want to thank you for the work you've done with the yeah, Apologia man. forums for the all access members. It's awesome. Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, doing that. They look really good. Yeah, thanks, brother. Definitely, man. It's always my pleasure, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, man. See ya, Ashley from Tucson. You're on with Apologia Radio. Hello. Hey, what you got for us um, today? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, well, I just wanted to talk about the hashtag uh, Shout Your Abortion. Um, first of all. It's really, really sad seeing this ever come up Mm -hmm. um, and trending. But I will say that it is so great. If you click on it, the pro-life movement has completely taken it over. That's true. Praise God for that. Huh? That's true. No, that's good. It's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, so if you click on it, you'll see mostly um, pro-life things on it. So I'm really happy about that. But I will say that for me personally, um, it really, really breaks my heart when people celebrate abortion, mm. um, apart from the obvious. But my, I myself was born addicted to cocaine, and my mother just abandoned me at the hospital. Wow. So... To me, I always sit there and wonder, 30 years ago, was she wanting to abort me? Because she could have easily have done it. Mm. Um, I was adopted, and my parents ended up adopting um, another little girl who obviously became my sister. They continued to foster as we grew up, and we're foster parents right now. Um, We have three little ones in our home. And then we, um, the five, the five month old boy we have right now, his case, it's, it's such a tragic case that when I think about his situation, I am so grateful to his birth mother who, although she's making bad choices right now, did not choose to murder him. Mm. Um, we are just so blessed to have this little guy in our home and, um, we have a five year old daughter. I'm currently pregnant with our second, and I think about, you know, 30 years ago when my birth mother obviously didn't want me, didn't take good care of me while she was pregnant with me, could have easily aborted me. Mm. Had she had killed me, um, my my daughter and the child in my womb would have never existed. Mm. So that's that's why it bothers me on a more deep level, because I think about all of these generations that just will never even have the opportunity to exist because of one woman's hmm. so-called choice. Ashley, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate that. Yeah, that was that's great. Thank praise, you. praise God that your mother that your mother didn't abort you, and and thanks for sharing that. That's really encouraging. All right, thanks, Ashley. Yeah, thank you, guys. Bye. I got another caller here. Okay, okay? that was amazing. Apologia Radio, uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Michael Johnson from Dallas, Texas. All right, Michael Johnson, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, let's talk about some superheroes. Oh, yeah. Right on. <laughs> I knew we'd get a fun one in here sooner or later. Oh, we just had a really good call yeah. on abortion, and yeah. you're kind of calling in and talking about superheroes. So way, way, to break uh, up. way to break it up. Go ahead, man. What you got? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was just curious if you guys had to have one roommate who was a superhero, who would you have? Batman. Batman? He's up all night, dude. That'd be the worst superhero ever. (laughs) I just really like Batman. He's up all night long. That's true. Okay. Anyways. What about you? I I mean, as a roommate, probably Superman, because he just seems like he's real clean, and like if I make a mess, he could just like incinerate it with his eyes and... (laughs) You know, it'd be like it'd be like real simple. You know, he could hear every little noise yeah. though. I mean, it's not going to be an issue for him to take out the trash. He can just fly it out the window. Yeah, but like, what if like like there's like a mouse down the hall and he hear he'd hear every little noise and it'd drive you crazy. No, he would hear it, not yeah, me. But, yeah, but then after a while, you would start to know when he's hearing everything. I yeah, I guess uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your question, Michael Johnson. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem. So that was a great call from Ashley. Man, that was really good, wasn't it? Really encouraging. I'm really glad she called in. I think that's perfect. The perfect response to all this shout your abortion nonsense. 
and uh, I'm really glad. I mean, we we always say that you know when we go to the mill, we'll we'll offer to adopt you know these babies that the women are going to murder, and we always hear like, no, I would rather kill. You know, they don't say this, but they'd rather kill their baby than let someone else have their baby. Yeah, and and they'll say that. No, I can never give my baby to somebody else. And it's like, but you'd rather murder it, and it just it just shows you the state of of our culture and the and the and that we truly are living in God's judgment. So praise God that Ashley's mom, you know, didn't do that. That even though she, you know, left her at the hospital really sick, she still didn't murder her. Yeah, and I was reading somebody was talking about that in terms of like the multi generation multi generational aspect that she brought up. Uh huh. In terms of hey, look, because you know, my mom didn't have an abortion. I have kids now, right? Yeah. And those kids are being raised under, you know, the authority of Christ and under a Christian household because her mom didn't have an abortion. And so that's one of the things, you know, God works in multi-generations. Mm-hmm. And so he, he looks into the future. Anyone who has an abortion, they're, 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 they're giving themselves a multi-generational curse, mm-hmm. right? They're cursing their entire family for years to come because they destroyed a child. Yeah, that's true. And so that's, I mean, abortion is wicked, and that's definitely one of the reasons. And so I'm glad she she pointed that out. Yeah. So we're going to come back from a break. We're going to wrap up the show. You're listening to Apologia Radio. But in order for me to tell you the good news, I must share with you the bad. A beard can be a most magnificent thing, but it can also be the downfall of a man. An unmaintained beard prevents a face from shining. An unmaintained beard causes dry, itchy skin. An unmaintained beard is a source of beardruff. You know, like dandruff, but beardruff. An unmaintained beard is sharp and ruthless, like iron bristles, not good for the lady friend. An unmaintained beard forfeits future growth based on the lack of preparation today. And let's not forget that an unmaintained beard robs your face from smelling amazing. Let not thy beard be thy downfall protect your manlyhood an epic combination of manliness and manhood if you are hearing this today there is hope for your beard go to youcosbeard.com and enter the code apologia and you can save some money while you save your face This predicament is indicative of us beating our chest Celebrating starving spirits while we're feeding our flesh We're not feeding on flesh, but we need to confess Whether or not we admit it that we're greedy for death Let's get real for a second, I really must insist Even though zombies are make-believe, the walking dead exists You can find them everywhere, they're really hard to miss They've been steadily multiplying hey. since the third of Genesis we walk around so I really like that foreknown guy He's awesome, dude Yeah, he was great in concert, too Yeah, he's here in Arizona, too, right? Yep Yep, no yep. excuse. Nope. He has to be on the show. It is settled. I promise I'd find that song. Yeah, whether he wants to or not, we'll tie him up, throw him in a van, bring him into the studio. <laughs> you have to get a <laughs> big old net to put around his <laughs> and, head. Get him in your car. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. So what's happening here at Apologia Studios, man? What's not happening? It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. A lot of stuff is happening. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Stonewall a little bit. And not the gay propaganda movie. Not the gay propaganda movie. The anti-gay propaganda movie. Yes, the other one. The other The, <laughs> the other, other propaganda movie. Right. By Darren Doan. Yes. It's Stonewall. And I'm just really, really excited that 
our All Access members are going to get to be the very first people to watch this movie. That's pretty awesome, dude. It's amazing. I don't think people realize, like, how much of a privilege that is. Yeah. I mean, how often do people get to watch a movie before it comes out, before anybody else? Right. It's, it's rare. And, right. you know, thanks to Darren Doan for offering that to us, which I would like to say... It's really cool, like, his focus on the kingdom as opposed to his own individual kingdom yeah. and stuff like that. So he's not really getting any money. Right. Like, we're not paying him to be able to have this. He offered it to right. us as a gift because he cares about, you know, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we care about what he's doing and, like, just the ability to be able to work together to promote the kingdom using the resources that we have. Yeah. I mean, that's just awesome. You imagine, yeah. like, if all, like, the gospel-centered ministries really work that way. And weren't oh, as inclusive as they were. Where they're like, "Hey, yeah, how can crazy. we help you? How can we, like what resources yeah. do we have that we can work together?" Like that's huge. Yeah, that would you know? be that would be awesome. You know, Gospel Coalition, hit us up. We'll help you out. You know, we'll, yeah. you know, we want to promote your stuff. Hey, man, maybe, all about the kingdom. Maybe Darren just is all about the Ginger Kingdom. It could be. It could be. It could be that he <laughs> is just really passionate about gingers <laughs> and helping them advance in society <laughs> you know cause we've oh, been gosh. such we've been victimized you know <laughs> the internet says we don't have souls <laughs> you know they post creepy looking pictures of redhead kids who yeah. have no skin tone yeah you know it's you know maybe it's just him you know helping the weaker brothers in his own special way yeah maybe I'm okay with it like whatever I'm okay with whatever, it. Whatever victim you need me to play to be able to watch <laughs> Darren Dome films, like I will play that victim. Like, I don't, I don't mind because I get to watch it. So. <laughs> what else has happened at Apologia Radio? <gasps> okay, the Apologia forums. We're having conversations. It's already happening. Uh, all this stuff is... It's really cool, like discussions on postmillennialism mm. and abortion ministry and where to get resources and stuff. So go to the Apologia All Access forums, start a conversation, start a post. There's a lot of cool stuff going down. And uh, it also, it's really neat that all the All Access members now can get to know each other as yeah. All Access members. Yeah. And, you know, y'all can discuss yeah, the man. episodes that you've watched. I really like, you know, hearing that kids are watching this, our episodes for homeschool curriculum right mm-hmm. it's like one of our homeschool kids said today is like made by homeschoolers for homeschoolers <laughs> <laughs> what is uh yeah like boo-boo for, for us by us yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're not exactly the same thing but it's kind of the same thing it's like it's who who booba <laughs> No, I'm re- I am really glad that we have that and um I wish I had more time to be on there. Um but uh I think it's great because people can come on, you guys can discuss stuff without having to worry about battling trolls. Right. So yeah, no, people true. are there are paying to be there, so yeah, it's just a they're good, gonna want to be there. It's just a good informational resource and you can yeah. you know, you don't even have to hold to the theology that we hold to you can go in there and discuss it and yeah it's all very friendly and nice and and i really want to encourage people to use it because it is fantastic it's really good so maybe they'll start having apologia fan meetups apologia academy a cat would be like academy 
classes. You know how like, oh, no, like no, people in the pub have like meetups all the time. It would be like an Apology Academy fraternity. <laughs> the Alpha <laughs> Omega fraternity. With, with, with <laughs> the Alpha and Omega fraternity. <laughs> and, and it'll be like pledges. Yeah. Where like you have to like carry an ESV Bible on your head for like a whole day or something like that. Something crazy. <laughs> oh, we could think of fun stuff. We could. We could. But the NRB Network... Yeah, that's coming up. That's like been, next week. That's been right? taken. October eighth is the first airing, and, and then that'll be Thursday. Three. Yeah, and I believe it's four or five o'clock. I guess I should have those times memorized. But it's well, like four or five o'clock, depending on what time zone you're in. And they're doing it three times which, a week now. Which think about this: Thursdays, four or five o'clock. That was Oprah's time slot. So oh, was that, it really? Yeah. So I'm like, hey, that's a good time slot. Nice. That's what Oprah had. Nice. So maybe there's a chance that we could beat Oprah. I hope we can beat Oprah. <laughs> right, right. Over like, the head with the Bible. Yeah, maybe we should do like Ellen did and be like, number of days since Oprah has not been on our show <laughs> and just do it for like the two or three years that it took to finally get her on the show. Yeah. <laughs> let's have a... Let's, dude, if we got Oprah on the show, I'd be crazy wild. She's not coming on the show. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I'm a post-millennialist, but I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> Dude. I'm optimistic about a lot of things, but Oprah coming on our show, not one of them. So what other days is the show going to air? Uh, Thursdays, mm-hmm. Saturdays, mm-hmm. and Sundays at 1.30 or 2.30 in the morning. That's Central Time or Eastern Time? That is... It's Eastern time is 2.30 in the morning, and then Central time is 1.30 oh. in the morning. So, so it's like 12.30 here. Yep. <laughs> so Or you can check it out. You can get the Roku. Look, here, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what time it comes on, because everybody uses DVRs anyway. That's true. That's true. So, so find the time right. that doesn't conflict with your Walking Dead or your Better Call Saul or whatever it is you watch. Uh, that's, that's, you know, good, because I know... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interrupting The Walking Dead <laughs> to watch Apology Radio. Me, that's me neither. not happening. Me neither. I love this show. I really do. I pour my heart into it every day. But The Walking Dead, Apology Radio, they're just conflicting time slots. So, yeah. find wonder- a time that doesn't conflict with your favorite show. Yeah. Set your DVR and record it. And that's the best way. And if you don't have DirecTV, you don't have NRB Network, call up Dish Network Call up your cable provider, Comcast, Charter, Cox, whoever it is, and tell them, hey, why don't you have NRB Network? You have mm. TBN. Right. <laughs> Drop day, TBN day for star. NRB or something like that. <laughs> Daystar. Daystar. Yeah. So the NRB executives are very excited about a show. They're so excited so, that they gave us an additional slot. They gave us an additional slot, and they loved our promos. They're going to air our promos. Yeah. And, uh, even though we kind of made fun of the NRB executives for putting us on at 1.30 in the morning, they still loved them. They loved it, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it's just going to be fun. Like, I feel like I'm really excited about it because I feel like we have an opportunity to really influence Christian media now. And yeah, and we can, we can do whatever we want. It's our show, you know? And so we're just going to make great content. We're going to put great stuff out. And if you have Apology All Access, you can already watch the show. Right. <laughs> so, you don't even need so to So you don't need to call Cox. You don't need to yeah. call Dish. Just, you know, seven ninety five a month. You get every single episode of Apology TV. That's 30-minute show. On demand. On demand. Any, that means anytime you want. 
So if you want to watch Apologia TV at 2.30 in the morning... You don't have to go to the NRB network. You don't have to go to the NRB network. You can just stay up till 2.30 in the morning and watch Apologia All Access. And so there's a 30-minute TV show. We're up to 13 episodes now with Darren Down. Uh, was number 13. We're taking a two-week hiatus now. So just because we we've been on vacations and stuff. And, and so... Uh, in October, we've got some really good guests that are coming out. we got some good shows coming Not up. Not going to mention who they are, but they are very well-known guests. So going to tease They're you. just getting bigger and bigger, so yeah. I'm excited about that. And then, um, so when we come back in October, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited to be on TV. Are you? Yeah. Other than just being on, like, Fox News, holding up a baby's or murder your son. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> you know, it's funny, because when we were doing the abortion clinic thing, and, and I was like... Dude, make sure like you're behind the Fox News guy with yeah, the babies and murder. Like, you know, make sure we're in the media. Like, this is, you know, the babies are murdered here. That's the conversation we want to start. So we were trying to like make sure that, yeah. you know, it's funny. Got- it's funny too because that clip of me when I was up, people were like, "Oh, what were you saying? Like, who were you preaching to?" And I'm like, I was talking to Jeff on stage. I was probably laughing at something. I wasn't right. even like in an important conversation. Right. Right. Just like slow it down in slow motion so it looks like you're raising a fist or something, yeah. you know, make it look like you're a terrible pro-life right. rampager. Chain, chaining myself to the doors. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, man, NRB. Big NRB stuff network. happening. I know. And so, uh, NRB conference in February. Hope to be there. That's in Nashville? It's, it's I think so, maybe. They might have changed Tennessee. it. They might have changed it. Tennessee, we'll figure it out Tennessee. once they announce all the details. But that'll be fun. Can we talk about uh, our conference? I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. We have announced the conference. We can so, talk about it. Uh, we can. Yes. That's in June. Yes. The first weekend in June. And we got a name for it now. ReformCon. <laughs> 2016. Yeah. Yeah. ReformCon. Yeah. So, so we just wanted something cool and catchy and uh, that was the name we came up with. So we're teaming up with the pub. The pub. We're going to have a super awesome Super, super awesome conference. The yes. like one that's never been done before. Can we discuss the additional ticket feature? Yeah, let's talk well, about let's it. Do, okay, the Bear worked out an amazing deal with a local. It's a brewery, right? It's not a brewery. It's it's a it's a bar. It's but a bar. They have okay. a really good tap selection. Okay, so it's a bar with a tap selection. Yeah. And so for we, we don't have the exact price set yet, but for an additional price to the normal ticket, it's going to include a, a ticket for a flight. At this bar, that yeah. if you don't want to have it, you don't have to go. Right, it's extra. We're not making anybody go, and it's not essentially a part of the event. Right. But all the proceeds from that will benefit our Kauai yeah. church plant. Actually, the yeah, the proceeds from the entire the entire okay. conference so, are going towards that. Yeah. yeah. So the entire yeah. conference is going to benefit our Hawaiian church plant. Church plant. Yeah. yeah. That's really amazing. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we do know who who we have confirmed. We'll say who we have confirmed. Yes. So the fir- the f- first three speakers that we have cons- confirmed are Jeff Durbin. Yes. Surprise. <laughs> and people were like, I don't know if Jeff Durbin can make it. No, Jeff Durbin can make it. He's going to be speaking. The funny thing is most people <laughs> aren't even listening to the show right now because Jeff's not on that. So. I sent emails to Jeff Durbin asking if he wanted to speak at our conference and he just ignored him. <laughs> so like I had to go to his house, knock on his door and be like, Jeff, are you speaking at ReformCon? Like it's got to happen. <laughs> and he was like, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'll pay your transportation costs. No right. deal. Okay, so Jeff Durbin, James White, and John Sampson. Those are our, our confirmed uh, Baptists. Those are our confirmed Baptists. Presbyterians still kind of holding out. 
Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know, man. You know, maybe it's they might have some infants to baptize or something. <laughs> but but the, there are there are going to be some Presbyterians. We actually got some that are pretty much confirmed. We're just waiting for the the exact. Okay. Yeah. And I can also confirm that the that the pub and Apologia TV, right? TV, right or radio? Oh, this is the most exciting part. I think we're going to be having live shows yes. at the conference. So one night there'll be a Reform Pub live broadcast. Yeah. And it'll be. On the stage, mm-hmm. everybody will be able to hang out and just watch the, the, the taping live. Yeah. And then the next night, we'll actually do an Apologia TV yeah. live. So, and I'm working on a special guest. I can't can't say it because I haven't confirmed it, but yeah. it's going to be dope. Might be musical? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what about um the other musical guests? That's- yeah, I think we can mention that Leah... Has agreed to come down. Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Leah has agreed to come down and actually, uh, we're going to have some worship as well. And so yeah. she's going to help us lead some worship. This isn't your normal convention. Let's just say that, put this out there. This is not your normal convention where you go and you hear and you go and hear people talk for hours after right. hours after hours. We really wanted to add the since the Reform Pub is part of this. We really wanted to make it like a fellowship thing. So there's going to be. Uh, Main speakers. Yeah, there'll be breakout yes, sessions, which I think you and I might be doing breakout. What I've I'm heard. doing one. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna do. So one I'll one. probably do something on media and the arts. Okay. Uh, or might might do one depending on how we spend it. I might do more than one. So I'll do breakout sessions. Uh, you're gonna be doing breakout sessions, and then like it's it's a four day event. Mm. So the best part about that is it's gonna be very s- expanded yeah. and not filled with speakers and breakout right. sessions. But we really wanted to make sure there's just a lot of time just to hang out and get to meet people. Yeah, it's like the ultimate pub meetup. It is, it is like the ultimate pub meetup. So that that's kind of what it is. So don't come there thinking it's just gonna be hours upon hours of just lectures right. and, and, and 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 preaching. Which isn't always a bad thing, but for this conference, we really just wanted to have just table talk, getting to know yeah. everybody, and hanging out, and yeah. just it wanted it to wanted to make it as much as a vacation thing as possible. Yeah. So you don't go back to work after the conference. You're like, man, my head is spinning after <laughs> you know all this right. stuff. So just a real relaxed time, fellowship yeah. time, hangout time, breakout sessions, and conference speaking, and worship, and music, and concerts, and so a big big deal like i'm it's gonna be really amazing yeah i'm really excited for this so june 1st through 4th 2016 that's a lot of time to plan yeah you got like what is it nine months something like that yeah yeah so you got a lot of time to save up money for a plane ticket too yeah so i don't think i don't think what how did that get in the mix it just went. <laughs> it went, it went right to the next. Right yeah. to the next song. <laughs> so, hey, okay. Well, we're so, just gonna go with it. All right. Well, let's go with it. You guys are listening to Apologia Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>